Welcome to the Possibility of Today radio show. This weekly series mixes entertainment with inspiration and information to help you learn how to live in a different way and take advantage of all the possibilities of today. Do you want to find the way to your something more and live life to the fullest? Then you're in the right place. Host Sybil Chavis will guide you through an exciting journey of self-discovery and transformation so you can be entertained, be inspired, and be informed. Now, here's Sybil. Can you believe it's already May? I mean, the year is literally halfway over, and of course, it's graduation season again. Students from everywhere are going to be sitting around in all of these graduation ceremonies and the bleachers with the sun just beating down on them, many of them just sitting there wondering, how much longer is this speech going to go on? And this keynote speaker is going to be standing on a podium telling them, hey, dream big, follow your passion, go after your dreams. And the same advice to go after what you really want and dream big, as we all know, it's going to be the common theme right, at hundreds or probably thousands of graduation ceremonies. Listen to some advice given by Ellen DeGeneres, Michael Bloomberg, and Oprah Winfrey at three different graduations. Follow your passion, stay true to yourself, never follow someone else's path. Unless you are free to pursue your dreams. If you really want to fly, just harness your power to your passion. Honor your calling. Everybody has one. And if you think back to, you know, the time when you were a kid and all that think big, dream big stuff, I mean, it sounded great at that time when we were young, right? <laughs> I mean, life offered us so much and we're told, hey, it's all yours for the taking. You can do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want to be. But then life happens, right? We become adults and it's easy, of course, to be a little cynical. You mean, because you hear someone telling you, yeah, the world is your oyster, but you have a completely different experience. Or at the very least, you question the likelihood when you're sitting in those graduations as an adult and you've lived lots of years, you question the likelihood, right, of that dream or that freedom or life being your oyster for that to really happen for every single graduate in there. I mean, you think to yourself, yeah, maybe the lucky few who actually get to live out their dreams. But it's, it's easy to be a little cynical, isn't it? Because you know what's going to happen. Every single one of those graduates, they're also going to get a taste of the real world. And yes, of course, we all want the best for every single one of those graduates, but we also know how easy it is, right, to find yourself kind of foregoing those dreams that you had. You know, in essence you kind of settle because you get caught up in the whirlwind of life, your responsibilities, the daily hustle and bustle. And before you know it, you're looking up and you're wondering, okay, where did all the time go? And I mean, aside from the fact that time has just flown by, of course you haven't really pursued or gone after those big dreams because the reality is, that life can turn very ordinary, can't it? And it actually does that. It turns really ordinary for so many people. And I think it just raises several interesting questions that we're going to discuss today 
And the first of which is, why is that, right? Why does life get ordinary for some people, but for other people, they somehow seem to be able to kind of keep life extraordinary? Or at the very least, they're dreaming, they're following their dreams, they're succeeding, and everything just seems to be clicking. Why does it seem to be, though, that it's not universal, right? Why is it just the quote-unquote lucky few? And then another question it raises is, if there really are only a lucky few people that are going to be able to you know, follow their dreams or see the world as their oyster, then how can we personally become a part of that group and avoid life turning ordinary? Or if we realize, right, that we've kind of fallen into the ordinary life or we have settled and we're not continually making dream after dream after dream come true, life has somehow gotten pretty ordinary for us. How can we turn that around as quickly as possible? And interestingly enough, there's one answer for all those questions. And I know it's rare, right, that you're going to find a magic bullet or that there's this one-size-fits-all solution to problems. But when it comes to figuring out the difference between those people that are continually dreaming big and accomplishing more and more of the things they want and those people that have, you know, kind of fallen into ordinary living, one thing that's key is the concept of connecting the dots. So what this means is that there's essentially this group of people, right, that are continually making things happen. And the way they're doing it is they're taking step after step in the right direction. And they're creating the right pieces or the dots because they know how the process works. And the way that translates into their everyday life is, number one, they're willing to invest day after day after day. And they make all of these good choices about how they spend their time and what they do. And number two, and this is actually the most important part, they believe, right? They truly believe in this process of connecting the dots because they know if they can continually just do the right things and create their good dots, that things have a way of coming together and that's how they get to where they want to be. And so they're willing to believe in this process. And even if they can't see it coming together beforehand or they don't have like tangible results, they believe in the process so much that they continually invest in it and do whatever they can every single day. And when it comes down to it, they do things that other people just are not willing to do or haven't found the time or a way to do because they're just kind of caught up in the whirlwind of life. Actually, to that point, Steve Jobs, who I'm sure you know was the co-founder of Apple, he spoke at Stanford's graduation some years ago, and he specifically talked about how he was a believer in creating dots and doing things that he believed in when he had no idea exactly how these dots were going to come together in the future. And in case you don't know his specific story, Steve Jobs actually dropped out of college because 
he just felt it was too much of a financial burden on his parents and he didn't necessarily know what he wanted to major in or do with his degree. So he kind of just felt like he was wasting their money. But even though he dropped out, he decided to audit or to like sit in on this typography class because his gut or something in him was telling him to do it. And what he was doing was he was creating his dots because he believed that one day, somehow, some way they would all connect, even though, of course, he didn't know exactly how or when that would happen. Or as he said at this graduation speech, it was impossible to connect the dots looking forward, but of course it's very easy to connect them looking backwards. I didn't have a dorm room, so I slept on the floor in friends' rooms. I returned Coke bottles for the five cent deposits to buy food with. And much of what I stumbled into by following my curiosity and intuition turned out to be priceless later on. If I had never dropped in on that single course in college, the Mac would have never had multiple typefaces or proportionally spaced fonts. Of course, it was impossible to connect the dots looking forward when I was in college, but it was very, very clear looking backwards 10 years later. And what Steve Jobs said, right, about not being able to see how the dots connect forward is so true. I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that too, right? Like, it's hard to see how everything is going to come together. But in the same speech, Steve Jobs said, you know, that's why you've got to just trust and believe in something and trust like somehow, some way the dots are going to connect because that's what's going to give you the incentive to then invest your heart and to do what you need to day after day. Again, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, your gut, destiny, life, karma, whatever, because believing that the dots will connect down the road will give you the confidence to follow your heart and that will make all the difference. And as Steve Jobs said, I really do think that does make all the difference, understanding and believing that somehow, some way down the road, the dots are going to connect. And it's one of the main things, I think, that separates people who are continually going after their dreams and, you know, putting in their work day after day and just signing up to really pursue what they want versus the people who are just kind of stuck, you know, kind of caught in a rut or just managing through and reacting to ordinary life. And what's even more interesting to me is that it really is easy to overlook or to not buy into this truth of, you know, the dots are going to connect in the future. And it's just an easy trap to fall into to not be able to really kind of see or believe this is how things come together, right? It's easy to kind of doubt that process because you can't look forward and see the dots. In fact, oftentimes when you see people who are like successful, like Steve Jobs, a lot of people think to themselves, okay, yeah, of course he's successful because he's a genius. And, you know, of course he's going to create this amazing company because he literally had this amazing idea that no one else had. But there's actually research, and we've actually spoken about this before, that's come out of the Carnegie Institute 
that has confirmed that only 15% of success is actually due to IQ or being a genius or you're intelligent. So what that means is that there is got to be something else going on. And specifically for Steve Jobs and so many other successful people, it's really this understanding of connecting the dots. Or even like Van Gogh, who's another creative genius has said, one of his most famous quotes, great things are done by a series of small things brought together. But again, I mean, let's be real, right? It's easy to doubt that we all have this ability to do the exact same thing, to follow that same process of connecting the dots and know for sure that by doing that, we're going to get what we want. I mean, if you think about it, how many times when it comes to accomplishing what you really want, how many times have you heard people say, yeah, well, it's about being in the right place at the right time, or, you know, you got to get lucky. The stars have to align in your favor. I mean, people have so many rationales or things that have to happen in order for what you want to fall into place, but the process is the process. And it's got to work. And what's so interesting to me is that on the flip side of that, when the exact same process plays out in the reverse, right? Or we see someone making one wrong decision after another wrong decision, we always know exactly what's going to play out. And we also know that the result's not going to be good, right? I mean, when it's then, for some reason, we can easily look forward and we know how the dots are going to connect. And we think to ourselves, man, those bad decisions are so going to catch up with him one day. I mean, have you noticed that? Literally, everyone that I've ever had a discussion with on this topic believes about choices and outcomes. And for every choice you make, there's obviously a resulting outcome. And people definitely believe that there's consequences, right? for bad choices. And some people call it karma or cause and effect, but no matter what you call it, just about everyone knows and believes that you can only do so many things wrong before it starts catching up with you. I mean, you agree with that too, right? Like, for example, did you hear that story? It was in the news last week about eight people and they're charged because they're part of this cyber theft ring and they stole 45 million dollars from banks all around the world. And the strategy they had was to take these gift cards and, you know, obviously a gift card normally has like $20 on it. And they hacked into the computer system so that instead of having $200 available on a gift card, for example, they would change it. So now the card had $2 million. And then they hired all of these people to go to ATMs and these people then would get 20% of the money that was essentially stolen money because it didn't exist. And then they had to send the rest of the money back to the organizers of the scheme. Okay, not a bad strategy, right? Of course it's a bad strategy. I always sit back and I just, I scratch my head in amazement when I hear these stories. Because don't you wonder... How do people really think that this is going to work? I mean, of course you're going to get caught. Of course people are going to do what? 
connect the dots. ATMs have cameras. People are going to sell you out to save themselves. I mean, there's so many ways that authorities are going to connect the dots back to you. And of course, this is what is playing out right now. They've already arrested eight people. They've found and recovered all of these goods that these people have purchased with the money, Rolexes. The dots are literally already connecting. They use prepaid debit cards linked to accounts that had been hacked by cyber thieves. So a card that might have had $200 on it literally has $20,000 on it or $2 million on it. Some 3,000 ATM withdrawals were said to be made that day as part of the heist with these gift cards. Prosecutors recovered cash and Rolex watches. Lynch announced charges against eight men in New York accused of being part of a ring that involved potentially hundreds of people. I mean, and surprise, surprise, right, that these people get caught. Of course they're going to get caught. Why? Because they always get caught. They can't stop making these bad choices and creating these outcomes. And the dots eventually connect. They get caught. And there is another story, I don't know if you heard this week, you probably have, because it's been all over the news, about what's going on with the IRS. Again, bad choices leading to expected bad outcomes because you've got employees within the IRS that are deliberately and improperly targeting conservative groups that were applying for tax-exempt status. And again, when you are making these choices or creating bad dots, <laughs> obviously at some point it's going to catch up to you and you're going to get caught. Listen to what President Obama had to say about it. The misconduct is inexcusable. It's inexcusable and Americans have a right to be angry about it and I am angry about it. And uh, as I said earlier, it should not matter what political stripe you're from. Uh, the fact of the matter is, is that the IRS has to operate with absolute integrity. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to hold the responsible parties accountable. Yesterday, I directed Secretary Liu to follow up on the IG audit to see how this happened and who was responsible and to make sure that we understand all the facts. So, of course, those dots are going to be connecting over the next couple of weeks and Everyone who was involved that has made bad choice after bad choice to be involved, their behavior is going to catch up with them, right? I mean, and we've seen this time and time again from Bernie Madoff to Lance Armstrong and obviously these two most recent stories in the news. We know that this behavior, these choices never work out in the long run or in one way or another bad decisions catch up with people. But when you reverse the situation and replace the bad decisions with continual good decisions and like the right intentions and hard work, all of a sudden doubts start coming up and people start saying, oh yeah, well, it's great that they've put in the work and they're doing what they want day after day, but whether or not the dots are going to connect, you know, is going to depend on if they're lucky or if things just fall together perfectly or even my favorite, if they're in the right place at the right time. But no one questions whether or not bad behavior 
is going to catch up to people. So why on earth would we question whether good behavior is also going to catch up to people? Like it's the same thing, right? It's all about, like Steve Jobs said, believing that the dots are going to connect. And then, of course, being willing to do whatever you've got to do every day to create more and more dots so that you're setting yourself up for the dots to connect in the future. But honestly, I get it. I know how easy it is to fall into the trap of being skeptical or doubtful. I mean, honestly, I fell into that trap early on in my life. It's much easier to see and know that bad karma is going to play out, you know, the way that it always plays out. It's much easier to see that than it is to trust that good karma is going to also follow that same pattern. Because we say to ourselves, you know what, sometimes the good guy just doesn't win. It doesn't matter how good he is and what he's doing. Sometimes things just don't work out. But you know what? The good guy does win. And if he's not winning, it's probably because even the good guy sometimes doubts himself. He's doubting that the dots are going to connect in the future. And so it's harder to do what he's supposed to do every single day and to keep believing and to keep pushing himself because he doubts that it's all going to pay off. And I love looking at it this way because you see logically that whether you're making good choices that are leading to good outcomes or bad choices that are leading to bad outcomes, the process is the same. The dots will always connect. That is not really even up for debate. Like Steve Jobs said, it all comes down to belief. And the people who are living these extraordinary lives and accomplishing their dreams are doing things every day that are in line with this principle that they trust, that somehow, some way, the dots will connect. And what is great is that if that is not where you are, you can see the process is the process. You can see how it logically plays out time and time again. And then you can push yourself every day to just choose to see it and to believe in it more and more. And it's going to start influencing your actions, your decisions, what you go after day after day. So we are going to get into that next. Stick around. Hey, you are listening to the possibility of today on Web Talk Radio. We've actually just been talking about the whole process of connecting the dots. And if you're creating good dots, you get great pictures and you get what you want. And if you've been creating bad dots, you don't necessarily get to where you want to be. But nevertheless, the process is the process. And so we've been looking at the consistency of that because it's easy, of course, to be skeptical of that. And what I love about this is that you can really choose to do what Steve Jobs said and believe in the process. And of course, it's not something that 
is going to happen, you know, overnight, but you can start observing and noticing the ways that these things are playing out. And of course, you can notice them if they move up and things work out or if they move down and they don't. But the point is you can notice them and it just reinforces in your mind this whole process of the dots always connect. And we've been talking about recently, of course, the bad decisions that have put people in bad positions and created bad outcomes. But there, of course, are many more probably examples of people making really good decisions day after day and the dots connecting in their favor. You know, obviously we've seen it with Steve Jobs who created Apple, but you see this process play out in the story of every other person that's ever accomplished anything because it's just the way, like that Van Gogh quote said, that things come together. People's good choices create these good outcomes. And a recent story that actually comes to mind, I'm sure you remember, is with Gabby Douglas, the gymnast that won the two gold medals in the Olympics. And interestingly enough, before she won those medals, before her dots connected, she almost quit because she didn't think her dots were going to connect. She was like living away from her family and she was homesick and she was tired of practicing day after day. But nevertheless, her family and everyone pushed her to just stick with it because they knew that her dots were going to connect. Oh, it was very hard. I was so homesick and my coaches, my family and everyone just told me, stick it out because if you come home now, it all would have been for nothing. Just keep going. You're almost there. You're almost at the end of the road. Don't give up now. When she wanted to come home, uh, I told her she had to stay and fight, that we would be with her 100% of the way and that we would stand with her and that you know we weren't going to let her quit. That wasn't an option. And it's easy, of course, right, to fall into the trap of wanting to quit or just being tired because you've been working at something day after day. And it's sometimes for other people, it's even easier to not even go after what you want because you don't think that you're going to actually be able to accomplish it. But the thing is, is that this principle of connecting the dots is something that you've got to trust in. And reinforce that it really does work time and time again. All you have to do is look at all of these stories that are happening regularly around you. I mean, and they're inspiring, but they're also reminding you of what's always been possible for you to do when you just stick with things and believe that the dots are going to connect. And when we can subscribe to this type of thinking and see that it really is something we can trust and believe in, that's what keeps us from falling into the trap of living an ordinary life where we don't feel confident in going after the things we want or we don't sign up day after day to do things that are going to get us one step closer to what we really want for our life. And as we've been talking about this whole time, right, this is really one of the major differences between those people who are dreaming and making big things happen and those people that are kind of just settling because the dreamers believe and they know and they choose to let that belief overshadow their doubts because a lot of people have doubts, right? We're human. 
And honestly, I get the skepticism. And even the people who are cynical that things are going to eventually work out and the dots are going to connect because it may not have been their experience so far. I mean, I used to have doubts and question the process myself. And when the time came for me to quit my job and to decide that I was going to just leave and create my own company and just hope that my dots were going to connect, I really had to come to terms with what it was that I believed and just knew had to be true. I can even remember thinking like, you know that if you have the right intentions and you do the right things day after day, the dots will somehow, some way come together. And you've got to trust it enough to make decisions every day that are going to help you create these dots. And even though there were certainly instances for me where the dots didn't connect and things didn't come together in the past, I knew that the issue wasn't the process or that there was any reason to doubt that, you know, good choices create good outcomes. That was never the issue that I had because the process works. The issue was that in some instances, I just didn't believe in myself enough to wait for the dots to connect. And honestly, in other instances, the dots didn't connect because I wasn't really signing up to go after what I wanted. I was afraid and I'm like, you know, I'm just going to stay right here and sit still. But what I finally realized, right, is that if you are doing things genuinely and for the right reasons and you're using your days to make good choices day after day, you're creating these good dots. At some point, the dots are going to connect. It's just the way that things work. Just like Steve Jobs said, you can't see it when you're looking forward, but you can always see exactly how everything came together. And that's why you've got to trust that if you go after the things you may not have been willing to go after before, and you use your days to create another dot, you're going to get to where you want to be. And just like I asked myself, you know, several years ago, I think it's a good question you can ask yourself today. Are you using your days to create good dots that are going to connect and create for you what you really want? Are you going that extra mile? Are you even going after these things that you really want? Because a lot of times it's not something that's just going to happen automatically. And so we've got to be really intentional about it, right? We have to be honest with ourselves and say, you know what, I'm going to sign up for that. And then we have to continually remind ourselves day after day to do something to create another dot or to take advantage of the possibility that we have today to take another step forward. So specifically, how do you start doing it today? I can tell you what I did. The first thing that you're going to want to do is think about what it is you really want for your life. And if you don't know, I didn't know at first either, it's all right. But you still have to ask yourself the question every single day and wait for these answers to come. And two, once you figure out what it is, right, you got to put together a plan and be as specific as possible. Now, again, you're not going to be able to see how all the dots are going to connect and you're not going to know all of the steps, but 
you want to list out as much as you can. And then it's just about what are you going to sign up to do in the next 30 days? I have always just found it so helpful to look at stuff in 30 days. It makes things more immediate and you're really making certain that you're being accountable to yourself to take actions every day. You know, so what is your next 30 day plan? Today is the day, if you haven't done this, to get serious. And so now, because we're looking at things from a different perspective and we know that our dots will connect, let's listen to a graduation speech. And this one was given at Wellesley by David McCullough. And I just thought it had great points in it that really reminds us of what we can do to make sure that we're not falling into this trap where we're settling for an ordinary life because we're just not so sure that the dots are going to connect. I urge you to do whatever you do for no reason other than you love it and believe in its importance. Resist the easy comforts of complacency. Dream big. Work hard. Think for yourself. Love everything you love, everyone you love with all your might. And do so, please, with a sense of urgency, for every tick of the clock subtracts from fewer and fewer, and as surely as there are commencements, there are cessations. The fulfilling life, the distinctive life, the relevant life, is an achievement, not something that will fall into your lap because you're a nice person, can and should live not merely once, but every day of your life. Make for yourselves, please, for your sake and for ours, extraordinary lives. So I think that sums it up perfectly. You know, use your days to create your dots. Believe and know that they're going to come together and make your life extraordinary. Thank you guys so much for listening today. Remember to live today better than yesterday. And we'll talk next week. To learn more about making a change in your life, visit possibilityoftoday.com. Don't forget to like Sybil's Facebook page by clicking the Facebook icon on her Web Talk Radio profile page. You can also follow her on Twitter using the handle at Sybil Chavis. Thanks for listening this week, and remember to be entertained, be inspired, be informed. 